You're listening to another episode of the official British Motor Show podcast for 2021. Brought to you by the Podcast Guys. Enjoy the show. Start the engine. I'm Adam Chambers and we've got... Gabby from the NFDA and Drive My Career. And Dave from School of Thought. So you're here on business with the motor trade? We're here to promote career opportunities for young people uh, in the industry, in the oh, whole industry. fantastic. Uh, and support them uh, by basically uh, our 120 ambassadors in the UK are going into schools once we can get back into the schools and promoting a huge variety of jobs and trying to dispel this, uh, this myth with parents and teachers and career advisors that the industry is, you know, this dirty, horrible industry is now extremely high tech and um, and the type of youngsters we want to take out of school uh, are, are going to need to be uh, highly educated and highly driven. People with sciences with people, and... Well, yeah, we, we promote the STEM, science, technology, engineering and math through schools. Mm. So, yeah, that's our role with School of Thought. We've been set up now for uh, about 18 months as a voluntary organisation, as a community, community interest company, uh, non-for-profit. So we're all volunteers, we're all trying to do the right thing to cure what is probably the biggest problem that the automotive industry got globally. So, you know, people are saying... Is it a global problem? It's a global problem. People are saying technology is, you know, the problem with the growth in the industry is technology. The lack of skills yeah. and young people coming into the industry is, in my view, the industry's number one problem. Forget about autonomous cars, electric cars, that's going to happen. Yeah, but it's the computers but it's the, and it's, the... It's getting well, young people in to be, be able to maintain those cars, to run the businesses, you know, to do this social media marketing because, you know, it's all new, it's all it's all high-tech. So, yeah, bigger problems than just our driverless cars. We will have no people to fix them. That's yeah. very true. And um, just introducing myself, I work for the National Franchise Dealers Association, which is the trade body representing franchise dealers in the UK. Yeah. And three years ago, we launched this program called Drive My Career, which shares exactly the same goal, just making the industry more appealing to young people. Mm. Uh, of course, a key goal is uh, helping our members attract and retain talented young people, but we want to help young people find their dream career in automotive. Uh, what we've been stressing is that there, there's a huge variety of opportunities. It's not just about, just about selling or fixing cars, but you know, it can work in marketing, in finance, in yeah, IT. Definitely. And we do need these type of skills. And I think there is an issue of awareness. You know, we Of course, we want to improve the perception of our industry because mm. there are still are some stereotypes, but actually our industry has come a long way and there's a lot of exciting things going on. And we want young people to be aware of the opportunities available uh, and what they can achieve in this industry. And what we've been stressing on stages now is that often you need to be passionate, you need commitment. Uh, and these are skills that, you know, if you're passionate about your job or, or this industry, it will have, they will help you. They will help you have a successful career in automotive, which is exactly what a lot of young people want. Yeah. The, one of the problems, I think, is that there's a lot of people who are passionate about cars, but who wants to work six days a week selling <coughs> them or... And that's if, you're, what if, you're, if you're on the service side, having to do the six. Yeah, you're right, and that's what we're and, stressing. And, that is and, not, yeah. That's not always the case anymore. It's you know, yeah. it's, it's very different now. Uh, and uh, even selling a car uh, for a lot of our members is different. They want to connect with the customer. They want to yeah. help them. It, it's changed a lot. And I think the garages need to make a better working environment to attract people. I mean, yeah. my knowledge goes back to the '90s when I worked in a used dealership. I did six months of selling cars, and I would never go back to it. And a lot of people have that. They either get stuck in it by accident, or they yeah. get, or they get out because of the hours and the lifestyle. A little bit, you tend to be really busy at the weekends. 
And then our week, it, it's almost soul-destroyingly yeah, boring. The, so The whole point is the industry does need to change. It, it does need to, to move with the times. And I think mm. you'll see with you know people like Cinch, um, sort of sponsoring events like this, you know, they are a different, uh, a different style of uh, of working and selling within our industry. You know, the there is a little bit of a misconception about the dealers. So you go to some of the dealers now, and they are very, uh, they're very -like. modern, <laughs> Google-like. They've had, what they've had to do is they've had to change the way they work because the world's changing. Yeah. So the way you buy a car now is is not the same as you bought a car in the 90s and early 2000s. No, no. So they are changing. But what we're doing with School of Thought, um, we've set up a, a, a non-for-profit interest company called Ready for Work. And we want, we've got two challenges next year. One is to make young people ready for work so that when they get into the workplace, they are, they are accustomed to it a little bit more. But also making businesses ready for young people. The young people today are different from the young people in the 60s and the 70s and the 80s and the 90s. They are yeah. a, a totally different yeah, breed. That's the same with all business, but I think the motor trade is particularly off-putting to, to it, it young is. people in some ways. Well, it and is, but, but you know what? Yeah, they don't know about the motor industry. That's the thing. Yeah. We have, the motor industry, uh, I've been in it all my life, and, and, and I'm not going uh, to criticise it where it needs criticising because that's the fact of life. But yeah. the motor industry hasn't focused itself on young people for probably 30 years in reality yeah. you know it's lost its way in that if you we we were in an industry where it, it, there's a basically a merry-go-round of people all all ending up in the same job mechanics will change places body shop yeah, people will change swap, places swap general, general managers will work for one dealer group one minute and then all of a sudden Definitely. they pop up somewhere else so we've recirculated all these old people all these years uh, while, yeah. while focusing on focusing on the profit and the bottom lines and losing sight of growing our own talent within the industry yeah and that's where the we, we, yes we've got a skills gap we've actually got a generation gap we've got a generation we've got a very low generation between 20 and 35 we have as an industry we've got a very low volume of people in the mm. industry and you know gabby and myself are in the business of bridging that gap making sure we can fill that void that void is a tidal wave of problems heading towards our industry. Mm. So we're trying to fill that void. We won't do it overnight. This is something that's going to take ten years to to cure. You know, we're not we're not heroes. We're not superheroes. We don't wear our pants on the outside. But you know, but look around the enthusiasm. You know, yeah, there's we, lots we of young people. They do that. Just, cars. that yeah. just needs funneling properly. It does. Exactly. And, I, and yeah. I think another thing is no disrespect to you about franchise dealers, Gabriel, but there's a bigger proportion of independents now, yeah, I, I and, and, they, can, and they can be some of the worst. Because well, yeah. it tends to be a strong character who set up their own dealership and then made them successful in this certain channel. Yeah. And that's another thing because the talent probably is completely different to working in a franchise no, dealership. Right. And some yeah. of the, that's what I was going to say to you. Some of the big members we, we represent, I, I won't mention them, but I visited one of the offices last year and I was so impressed. They have a team of developers, of designers. It looked like Google. You know, they yeah. had a canteen and it was all yeah. modern. I know that's not always the case, but a lot of our members are offering some incredible opportunities. It's really, really exciting. You know, yeah. and yeah. the variety of jobs, is, the, yeah. the growth opportunities you've got. It's, well, just... it's a changing world. I mean, my, my, my school of thought is my voluntary organization. I work for, a, for a, an accident management company called Vision. Uh, we're the biggest accident management company in the UK. We, we will deploy... In a, in a good year, nearly half a million cars into a thousand body shops in the UK. And our head offices are geared for young people. They're geared for breakout zones. They're geared for, for pool tables. They're geared for, to give people that, that time to have a lifestyle uh, away from answering phones and, and doing their day job. So there is, 
there are there are companies out there that are changing they're changing but you're right you know we've got the major dealer groups and and, and you can see that the working environment in those dealer groups is really really smart nowadays it really is good but then you've got the small independent garages that repair the cars you know they're having to change the way they look the way they work the style because they've got exactly the same problems as the big boys you know yeah um, they're all fishing in the same pond of customer at the end of the day yeah um, definitely. the independents are sort of you know, take the, the three or four year old vehicles they're the, that's that's their their lifeline they're the ones they, they want to get into uh, but you go and look at some of the independent um, garages and the independent body shops out there and the the the, uh, the public would be extremely surprised at the level of technology the level of investment that they're putting in you know that, that they don't that see they don't see so you go into you go into a body shop Sort of, uh, we've got a body shop group called MG Cannon, fantastic body shop. You go into their reception, it's like a dealership mm. because they know they've got to invest to make sure that the customer service, customer service is absolutely key in all of this. So, yeah. so youngsters coming in, they won't see that because what do they see on the TV? They see wonderful shiny adverts that cost millions for, for you know, for Ford and Vauxhall and all these people saying what wonderful cars we make. I'm fine, they do, they make nice cars. They'll drive past gin palaces, which are, which are the big dealers when they're on the way to school with mum and dad. The only perception they get of a garage or a body shop is what they see on the TV, which could be the Dingles or, or, or Phil Mitchell or some yeah, the, or this is, this, I was about to say that. Yeah, the, the, yeah. The, the, it's a misconception. A, a lot of the general press and whatever and the TV, they, they want to highlight the bad points of the motor trade. Yeah. Yeah. I can be speaking to a dealer and TV crew wanted to come in and, and film the dealership. After a few days, they left because they, they couldn't find any dirt <laughs> as it, as it yes. was. Yeah, it's we, true. The, the working environment is so different. This yes. is something we're stressing. You know, yeah. working in a car to, for a car today is like working in, yeah. with a computer. Uh, the technology, the electric cars, and, mm. and ultimately our members are competing with the likes of Google and all the others to retain talented people skilled with mm. IT and you know yeah, design, yeah. developing. Yeah, so yeah. you have to offer this exciting environment to retain talented people. And I think... You know, it, it's come a long way. And I think I'm quite amazed with yeah. what's been happening these days. There's lots of enthusiasm. We've been talking to a lot of young people at our stand and their parents. But then you're right. There still is, is an issue with awareness. You know, they don't realize when we say we represent the retail side of the automotive industry, they think it's only selling cars. And we say, no, there's much more that you can do. You know, yeah. have a look at the website. Well, have a look at the resources. The, the Toby said to me earlier, and we were talking about these are camera well, yeah. what do we need to go? Like, yeah. He wouldn't like to go in sales because he wouldn't like the hard targets and the putting on a persona and all this. But I don't know if it, how much it's like that anymore. Exactly that. I, I've some you know, are, I've been some talking are, some to aren't. It depends who yeah. you work for at the end of the day. Mm. You know, I've been yeah, and I've been talking to a lot of young people through Drive My Career and. What excites them, a lot of them, you know, especially those that weren't thinking of going into the automotive industry, is connecting with a the customer. They said to me, uh, I, I knew nothing about cars. Um, I didn't know I would be able to sell one. But then when I managed to connect with the customer and I see that they trust me because, you know, I'm just helping them find what's ultimately their second largest purchase after, yeah. after their house, you know. People are, people are thrilled. Yeah, they are. You know, I mean, the, it is exciting. People need to know that, that, that you, you're like helping somebody along with the second most exciting yeah, purchase they'll exactly. ever make. Absolutely, yeah. And to some, yeah. the number one purchase. Yeah. yeah. 
It is, and I think where, where we are with with our, our messages to industry is, you know, we, we need to we need to get the message out to to other industries like transport and and, and and that side of the industry because you know one of our strap lines for School of Thought is if if automotive stops the world stops, and that's just a fact of life. You know, yeah. if our, and, and and it's not all about technical, but if you know if we haven't got a pool of of highly skilled modern technicians in the future, who's going to make sure that the the Amazon van turns up and knocks on your door and delivers <laughs> your parcels or your food delivery arrives? You know. That will all fall over, and that goes right the way up to heavy goods. Uh, you know, so the opportunities for the industry are amazing. Um, who'd have thought five years ago that we'd have had small businesses looking to employ social media marketing people? You know, when you you were in the game, when you'd open the local paper and you'd have reams and reams of cars oh, yeah. advertised in the paper. That was your yeah, the garage I was. They used to spend yeah. about ten thousand a week on newspaper advertising. Dealer, dealers, dealers would spend up to two hundred fifty thousand pounds a year on newspaper advertising to list. Every single car they've got yes. on the lot. That doesn't happen anymore. That, oh, is now, no. that now needs to be done by some smart young person in IT doing it online and making sure that's all there. So the, the, the rules have changed. The jobs have changed. There's over 300 different career paths in our industry for young people. But when you talk to them, when you talk to teachers and to mums and dads, they, they only perceive a salesman and a, car and, a, and, a, and a mechanic. That's our industry. You look around you. And our industry isn't just about mechanics and cars, it's about Absolutely. lots, lots more. There's 800,000 people employed in the sector. You know, as you said, the press focuses on the negative headlines Being and elements very often. It's, of, it's yeah. a huge industry, you know, it's, it's a huge contributor to the UK economy. And mm. you know, the amount of jobs and opportunities available is just impressive. Uh, and the amount of people that the industry provides employment in to different areas. is huge across yeah. different areas. I, I think the role of, of School of Thought. Uh, and, and uh, the National Dealer Federation um, and the things that we're doing and I'll say this publicly we need massive support from our industry we need them to support us the to manufacturers support, to everybody whether you make a car whether you make a part for a car whether you make a tool that fixes a car you need to be supporting projects like, like the ones we're doing because without us doing it and we've started late haven't we really in, in, the, in the world of it um, but if they don't come and support us then there's nobody else doing it and that's just a fact but we will continue, we will do it, and we will get this thing off the ground. It's so important. There's a tsunami of problems It's going to hit our industry uh, because we'll have a lack of personnel. That's and it bad. is long-term investment, isn't it's it? Long you know, the 12-year... Yeah. Maybe, maybe you today. need to get the garages into the schools everybody, or things like that. Yeah, everybody. That's our job. I mean, yeah. what we do is we work with the STEM hubs. Over COVID, um, our ambassadors have connected with over 50,000 youngsters virtually through virtual events that have been in, involved with schools. Schools have done an amazing job through COVID to, to connect youngsters to, uh, to uh, industries. Um, and we found out two years ago that our industry was invisible to schools, literally invisible yeah. to schools. Oh, yeah, I can imagine. You know? And so we, we deal with an organisation called Youth Employment UK, absolutely amazing organisation. They get three million hits on their websites with mums, dads, students, uh, careers advisors looking for careers opportunities for their young people. Automotive industry wasn't on it. Yeah. We're not there. So we work with the STEM hubs and when you work with the STEM hubs, they get another couple of million hits a year on their websites. We weren't there. So School of Thought have now progressed for the last 18 months. We're now on both, we're on both of those websites. We've, we've invested our own time and our own money, and we're on both of those websites now. So at least we've got a fighting chance when the schools go back that they can find that career, their career, talk to us, and we will then got to signpost them into where they need to go. If I say anything about all the chief execs in the country, all the chief execs in the world, we are the two most important people they need to come and talk to. And, yeah. I'll, say, and I'll say that hand on heart. Right. If they don't come and talk to us, they... 
they are fools because the industry is going to implode if we don't find new people. Right. It's as serious as that. Yeah, yes. I just want yeah. the message to come across that there's a huge variety of roles available. It's really exciting. The industry has come a very long way. Uh, from my, I'm still fairly young. I've been in the industry only six, seven years, but you know, I've been told many different stories. And again, talking to the members today, to the FDA members and to the drama career members and the young people that work for them, I see how excited they are, you know, and then they're yeah. ambitious and uh, our members. Little kids. They love it. They love it. You know, the, again, you read a lot of negative stuff about young people not being interested in cars anymore. I don't oh, really buy it anymore because look at them. That's just, you know, that's, that's not true. It, it is listen, exciting. Yeah. Listen to the stats. You know, young people don't want to drive. Young people are not interested in cars. That is, that's, a, that's a fallacy. People see it here today. You know, the passion that the young people have got for the automobile is, is just incredible. Um, and whether they want to come in as university level and go and work for a Formula One team, which nine times out of ten they do because that's what they see, or whether they want to come and be a mechanic. I've just just been spoken to a young man there who's got special needs. He wants to be a tyre fitter because that's what he wants to do. So, And he goes, how do I be a tyre fitter? And it's easy, you know, come and talk to us and we'll point you to people that are looking for tyre fitters. Brilliant. So that's, that's what our aim is, and we've both got the same aim. We've both got the same aim to get young people in. Well, thank you very much for both of your time. That's great. We, you Thanks know, for coming into the podcast. Hopefully, yeah. oh. hopefully, you can see the passion that we've got for our industry. Yeah, that's, that's, where, that's where we are. <laughs> thank you. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the official British Motor Show podcast for 2021, brought to you by the Podcast Guys. We hope to see you in 2022.